0: Hey, this is Triple M's Homegrown. We go right around the country. I've got to say, this is a uh, a bit of a this is a thrill for me, a bit of a bucket list moment as we welcome well one of the most famous promoters in the world. No surprise, Blues Fest often tops the charts as the world's best festival, and it's no surprise the surroundings, the people, the bands want to come back and play more than ever. As I welcome well the founder Peter Noble. But before you get started, mate, let's just go through this lineup. It is incredible. Hey! So great. The Doobie Brothers. Steve L. Diverse too. The next generation of bands. Gang of Youths, King Gizzard. And festival favourites too. Like the Cat Empire. Joining me from Byron Bay, no rain at the moment. Mr. Peter Noble, how are you, man? Welcome to Triple M. Thank you. I'm feeling great, mate. How are you? Oh, I'm fantastic, man. And of course, we are, uh, you know, celebrating the news that uh, Bluesfest is coming to Melbourne. This is this is so awesome for people down here. You know, when we can't get away for Easter weekend, this is such a treat. Uh, how did this come together? And also going out west too to Perth. I mean, it's
1: fantastic. It came together after a lot, lots of conversations after a long time. Yeah. When the right situation for Bluesfest came up. Yeah. When I was contacted by Neil Croker, you probably know Neil. He's yeah, well yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Neil put it to me that it was discussions with the Melbourne Convention Center there. And, yeah. and we could do a downtowner. And that's just that's where Blues Fest should be. Yeah. I like right, that. Right smack in the middle of downtown
0: of the music capital
1: of Australia.
0: I love that man. And I think like for those who haven't been to Blues Best before, um, what I love about it most, man, is so, you know, inclusive. You know, it's, uh, you know, it's almost like its own little world. You've got like a festival busking stage. Of course, you can get merch and it's all ages too, man. How, how important is it to kind of have the right vibe when, you, when you're starting a festival? Is that something that you put a lot of thought into when the festival first started, you know, 32
1: years ago? Well, I think the truth is that the the audience actually defined itself over the years as yeah. to who they are. I love and that. And it became... Clear that they wanted to be a family event. They wanted to be able to bring their kids yeah. in, in prams and strollers and they might want to bring their granddad too. <laughs> yeah. So I just went, you know what? Isn't it great to have a festival that actually looks like the community? Yeah Rather than, Well you slice off part of the community and that's for you. Yeah, it's fine. I, I've got no issue with that. but this mm. fest just went a different way. We've, we've got people that bring their kids. Yeah. We've got people that bring three and sometimes even four generations, and I just love that.
0: Yeah. I think, I think why that's so special is it's pretty rare that you get to experience, you know, these incredible bands that you bring out with your son, with your granddad, you know, obviously, you know, and you get to go away and, you know, spend this kind of quality time with family or friends and kind of, you know, witness this together. I feel like Blues Fest is the only place you can really do that. Yeah, Woodford's not a bad one
1: up there in yep. Queensland. Of course. But uh, I get it. Port well, Fairy's not a bad one. Yeah, and I'm sure there's some that I'm not aware of. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's that thing that you you know, Dad can take his son and say, you know what, this is to me one of the great bands. And yeah, and next minute the son say taking Dad say, hey Dad, have you heard of gang again? Yes.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or Kingfisher? <Gizzard.
1: laughs> yeah, I love that. I, I love the fact that you have this intergenerational yeah cultural exchange. Um, you know, we we, we it's very easy. You listen to the music of your generation. I've got no issue with that. But it's also good to hear when there's some good stuff coming out that you're not aware of. Yeah. There's a mix of all that, you know. With Blues Fest, there's always a lot of great artists from every generation. Yeah, And to have artists like the Doobies coming out on their 50th anniversary tour with Michael McDonald back in the band, uh, it doesn't get any better than that. Uh, there must sorry, Sydney, be... all the tickets are sold out, but uh, <laughs> uh, it won't be long, I think, before Melbourne goes the same way, and then you'll just have to come to Byron.
0: <laughs> um, how much joy does this bring you, as a music fan as
1: well, to kind of curate this lineup? It, it must be such a buzz. Yeah, I was lucky enough to sort of be in the music business from quite a young age, and yeah. first a musician, and then across to the dark side, um, <laughs> yeah. but... I've always been a great music fan. And, and, and so to be a music fan and be able to put together a music festival that uh, it was initially just blues, but we widened it over the years. But we, all, but we always go, I always go, as long as it fits. Yeah. You know, there were years where we went, gee, can we go into gospel? Or then what about what they call alternative country, which they now call Americana? Yeah. Um, you know, we always found ways to sort of make the event appealing, plenty of music for the blues purists who yes. sometimes don't want to hear anything else, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: but there's a lot of those, too, that just, you know, I mean, if, if the analogy was you want to eat bacon and eggs for brekkie every morning, every now and again you're going to want some music. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so man. It up so that music fans can hear great music, but yes. we don't wander too far outside of that.
0: That's, you know what, that is a great point. And I think you summarise so many people's Blues Fest experience. You go in there, you listen to, you know, one form of music, and then you do a wander around, you'll end up at a stage with a band you've never heard of before, and all of a sudden, they are your new favourite band. I think that is why Blues Fest is so special.
1: I think there'll be some new favourites this time. with <laughs> we talent. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was, just, I was just writing a press release earlier today, and I just went, oh, boy. Have, have we got some great talent? And yeah. not only that, it's the first time since 2019, of course, we've been able to have a full international lineup. E- exactly, man. Yeah, um, 2022 was pre- predominantly Australian artists with some Kiwis and a couple of internationals.
0: Yeah,
1: That was some great Australian artists. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess we've got a call Crowded House almost Australian, yeah. Australian artists. Yeah, but you know, there you had Midnight Oil on your last, their last tour, and Empire doing their last ever show before the, they broke up the original lineup. Yeah, that was a great festival, and so I just go well, now. I need to do another one. Yeah, but getting back to what we once were, you know, we were a yeah. big yeah. talent talent that you're going to discover. I've also brought back a lot of favourites to this one, like Michael Franti and Spearhead and people yes. like that. Yeah, because we haven't had a chance to see these artists in most cases four, five, six, seven years. Yeah, uh, and and so people go, oh, you you bought a few back. I go, yeah, but that's because they haven't been back <laughs>
0: for yeah. that long. And I think um, and I think like for those artists as well, Peter, I feel like they got their kind of first Australian start at Bluesfest. You know, they they played there, and that's where they kind of developed their fan base here. So it is special for those acts to come back
1: where it kind of all started for them. You know, I, I don't think I've quite seen a year like it. I mean, yeah. there was. I, I asked for the report the other day of how many artists are on offer that we haven't booked yet. It went past 2,000 artists. Really? And, and they probably won't get booked because we're nearly full now. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's just everybody wants to play Blues Fest, and it's kind of, in a way, it saddens me that so many great artists don't get to play Blues Fest. Yeah. But we can only take so many. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really, I've picked the eyes out of it this year. That Yeah. I, think it's, I really think both Melbourne... And Byron, and, and yeah, I just want to get it out there and get this music seen and heard as it should be. Uh, it, and festivals lift you up when you've got one great band playing after the other. And if you see a band you don't like, just go to another stage. Yeah, a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah. Bet you find something there.
0: How do, how do you go kind of mapping out your timetable on the day? Obviously, there are other things you've got to do for work. Wise, you know, there's there's never a dull moment. How? How do you go about making sure you see the bands that you really want to see?
1: Well, it wasn't that easy at Blue 2022 because we, you know, we had a very wet time up here. Yeah. We're currently on the North Coast. Mm-hmm. I did see a bunch. Yep. But I've promised myself next year I'm going to see a whole, a whole lot of them. I love I it. Yeah. it. Last time with wet campgrounds and stuff like that. The public had a great time last time. It really was a very special moment mm. Blue Fest came back, and we, everybody knows we got cancelled the day before. Yeah, the previous year for very, very serious reasons. Yeah, um, there certainly wasn't a wave of COVID. It didn't happen. Mm. Yet we fell victim to it, and yeah. I won't go too much more about that. But uh, it never should have happened. Never yeah. should have happened. So all those people who'd come to the event. But anyway, yeah. Um, but this this last one was a triumph. Yeah forward getting back to what blues fest does we present great music from all over the world we've got bands coming from as far away as iceland yeah i love that doesn't get much further than that <laughs> now
0: does it feel like yesterday that this band hit blues fest stage in
1: 1990 on
0: looking at uh, the first blues fest lineup 1990 at the arts factory you had Smokey wilson Big J McNeely, and of course, Can Heat. Does that feel like yesterday, Peter, or does that
1: feel like uh, a lifetime ago? Well, it feels like buzz. I mean, I, I remember it well. I, yeah. I've worked at Can Heat many, many, many years, and yeah. uh, so I was touring them, and Bluesfest Byron at the old piggery, as it was called, the Byron Arts Factory, yep. um, <laughs> decided to put on the event, and I just went, okay, I'm I'm going to Byron with can <laughs> yeah. I wasn't even a partner in it for, for three more years. Oh, really? But, uh, yeah, I, I, ninety-three was my was when I signed on. Okay, gotcha. It was still basically coming out of the of the, the club. Been around ever since. Absolutely. So I, I, I'm the one that stuck in there.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, like I said uh, before this chat, I have a lot to thank K&T's you. You're a great man. Absolutely, man. Uh, like I said to you before, I have to. I've. I've got to thank you for one of the like best musical experiences in my life because there was a band that was due to play. The Black Keys. They were headlining. Oh, yeah. They were headlining one of the stages, and last minute they had to pull out. And uh, my band, British India, we got the call. Going, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We got a call. We're in Melbourne. I remember it was raining. It was in a suburb called Preston. It was really kind of, you know, depressing. And we, I remember, man, we got that call and it was just like, we need a band to play the Black Keys time slot at 10 o'clock the very next day. They're like, can you do it? And you've got no idea, man. It was like we'd won Tats Lotto. We're like, Oh my God, we're looking at flight straight away. We literally booked accommodation in Byron. I remember flying in and getting there and seeing this huge stage. We'd never seen anything like it. It was our first time to Blues Fest. And we just remember looking at this huge tent. And we're just looking there. We're going, it's only five o'clock. We're not on for five more hours. And then we're like, man, I, we don't know if anyone's going to be there. Because, you know, obviously everyone was very disappointed. But the Black Keys couldn't play. But then we hit the stage. It was a full tent. And I've got to tell you, Peter, it was probably... The most, the funnest gig we've ever played. So I've got to thank oh. you for that, man. That that was just a career highlight, being able to play like a headline slot at like ten o'clock for a band. We're not a headline band. It was, uh, it was one of the most enjoyable experiences ever, Peter. So I've got a, I'm forever indebted to you for that moment, man.
1: Hey, it's a pleasure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I tell you, the Black Keys have never been back since to mm. to Australia. Um, there was talk about them coming next year but it fizzled but uh the reason you got that gig was because the the drummer went surfing and dived into a rock
0: (laughs) oh is that what happened yeah oh thank god for that rock
1: (laughs) that's the band actually broke up for a period because he was he was badly
0: injured. Oh, God. I didn't want it to go that bad. <laughs> I didn't pray for that. Well, Peter, Matt, I've got to say, it's, it's a pleasure to chat to you. Uh, Blues Fest, it's one of the best festivals in the world. Uh, there's, there's no shadow of a doubt. The fact that you're bringing it to Melbourne and potentially other places around the country is super exciting. Uh, we can't wait for it, man. And uh, thanks for taking time out to chat. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Matt. Great interview.
1: Really appreciate it, too.